0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You're with the Double L team, Lyle and... Liam, good morning, Lyle. How are you this morning? I am incredible this morning.
1: That is fantastic to hear. Yes. Very good. What are you thankful for this morning, Lyle? Ooh,
0: let me think. What am I thankful for? I am thankful for... Okay, so I got a big pile of timber yesterday. Oh, lovely! Um, what type of timber? Hardwood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, building stuff. Supply of hardwood. Um, picked up as much as I could fit onto a, a an oversized car trailer because I have an oversized car trailer. Uh, piled it high, uh, about enough to build a small house. For Are you building bucks. a small house? Fifty bucks. i um, building an extension on an existing house. Oh, I see. Oh, so I see. I'm pretty happy with that.
1: Nicely done Yeah Good job Yeah, what are you thankful for? This morning, I'm actually thankful for the the same thing that I was thankful for yesterday morning But for a different reason Okay So yesterday I was thankful for a song that I've been putting together And I'm actually really thankful for the interview that we had yesterday with um, Kylie Fletcher Yes She gave us, I asked a little bit of advice for people in general um, but really, I took that advice that she gave and I tried to implement it into what I was doing. Okay, so we're going to hear the song this morning? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I can't wait. No. Come on, let I him. decided to take a, a much it. more patient approach, right. just doing it bit by bit just and let it, um, let it, just, let it just doing one or two lines each day. Uh-huh. Um, once once I've done like the whole lyrics... Yep. I'm pretty sure that the the um, the notation and the music will come quite naturally to me because that's the bit that I favour. That's okay. the bit that I feel that I'm better at.
0: Okay, so you're gonna write the, the you're gonna write the lyrics first. Lyrics and first, then the song to go with it. Yeah, I feel like for me, it's a bit more natural to do it that way. Yes, I think most people do it that way, and um,
1: I think it might turn out a little bit better.
0: I think you'll get more substance to your lyrics if you do to your lyrics Coming up in today's news, we are going to, well, we're actually going to look at the male-female split with coronavirus um, And some of the reasons why more men are dying, significantly more men are dying of coronavirus than women are So that's going to be part of, and also we're going to look at the extraordinary new powers in Victoria
2: Men of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came Ruined sinners to reclaim Hallelujah, what a Savior Bearing shame.
0: back guys that was anthem lights with hallelujah you're listening to the breakfast show and liam is about to bring you the first clue for the quiz i am indeed here we go this is a
1: who am i this morning my grandson was named ichabod which means the glory has departed from israel who was this person who had a grandson named ichabod i could be pronouncing that wrong it could also be Ichab- ichabod Um, We'll go with Ichabod, but yeah, that is not the right answer, Lyle. So uh, the it means that the double prize is still up for grabs. i love it Okay, i know what the right one is i love it when he writes down the wrong answer and then everybody works out why it isn't the wrong answer and then he realizes what the right answer is but he has not had a chance to say it yet so that means the double prize is still up for grabs and if you think you know what the answer is give us a call at 1-800-324-843 that's 1-800-FAITH-FM or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669 and if you over the first eight, eight if you're the first person in with the correct answer, uh, this morning we have a copy of Incredible Answers to Prayer by Roger J. Mornow. And in this book, there are countless exhilarating stories that will send chills down your spine about answers to prayer. So, yeah. Very inspiring Absolutely. Right encourage now, everybody to think, uh, uh, read people, that book,
0: if you can get a, yeah, your hands on
1: it. Lots of people are praying right now, and it's good to be reminded of uh, the, the stories that uh, have been answered in the past and reminding us that God's always got our back.
0: Yes, indeed. Okay, so what's happening in the world of positively different news? The first story I've got for this morning is not in, in
1: the world. It's more in my world. And in, it's, in my opinion, I think it's a negative story. However... For the sake of radio and for the sake of our listeners, I'm going to say it anyway because I think everyone else will enjoy it. Because it's not always about me, it's about everyone else.
0: <laughs> this is a sign of maturity.
1: Here we go. Well done. So, yesterday I got a message, a text message from my church pastor uh, up in Cairns saying that there was going to be a church board meeting. Now, I forgot to officially leave my church and transfer my membership from Cairns church (laughs) to down here. So I'm still on the board uh, in the Cairns church, in in the church that I go to in Cairns. Now, I was like, you know what, I'd I'd still like to see what's happening with everyone. I'm still happy to be involved. Sent him a quick message uh, that said, yeah, no worries. Happy to help. Uh, Let me know if you need anything. Now, one, I don't know if you've noticed when I've texted you, Lyle, but when I text people, I, I do... one of, do you, I, This is very visual thinking. What is that called? What I'm doing right now. I've got my... Um, I think it's the okay yeah, hand, yep, hand yep sign. Yep. Or... Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I, yeah, I do Great. perfect, Fantastic. okay. I, I do one Great. of the... Well, Great. Where, you, where your index finger and your thumb make a circle. That's right. And the other fingers are all pointing up. I t- typically send that out to... At the end of every text message that I send. However... <laughs> Yesterday, when I sent a message to Pastor James, I sent a love heart instead.
0: was <laughs> well, that's nice. You know, there, are worse, there are worse things that you could send on a text message. I could tell a story here, which I won't, about somebody who accidentally sent a text message to a group chat. Um, <laughs> So,
2: there, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm
0: sure there are there are worse things that we have all sent. But so look like I know, said, kind of nice. You know, you love your pastor. That's, that's great. I am sure he took it in the right spirit. I, I
1: we we had a Zoom meeting last night, and we just didn't even acknowledge it. So <laughs> ideally, you, it's, see, you should
0: you should always address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, like I said, I it's not my particular favourite story, but I hope our listeners <laughs> have gotten some amusement from it. Ah,
0: uh, um, yeah, we'd love to hear <laughs> from you. Just shoot us a quick message and let us know how you epically stuffed up on uh, text messaging um, one time. Because we have all been there and all done it and sent the wrong message. Uh, the I wrong doubt that's going to be the wrong, last time. Or the happens. wrong symbol, or the wrong emoji, or whatever it is. The good thing about emojis is that there are they, they have eliminated uh, or have not produced any um, aggressive emojis. So um, you can't actually um, send somebody, you know, an, an insult. The insults oh, have been kind of. Um,
1: there are still.
0: Some there are bit, ways around it. Yeah. I know that. There's always going to be ways. The kids these days, they just find magical ways to get everything to. Show I sent. I sent. I sent a uh, an, an emoji version of the Daniel Two prophecy yesterday. Had to do that. That was pretty cool. I'll have to show, you, I'll show you in the break. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So <laughs> that was. Uh,
1: so stipi- sticking on the topic of Zoom, over in the United States, in New York this is a separate story by the way yeah, yep. but over in the, in the united states in new york the governor of new york has announced uh, yesterday i believe that they can that, that celebrants can now legally marry couples via zoom so they there are going to be
0: zoom really? weddings
1: really that is so really interesting truly.
0: a zoom wedding is now a legal wedding i, I that's that yeah there you go it's recognized
1: so I don't know if that means that the couple are together um, and the the celebrant is a, is somewhere else or if the couple are separated as well so there's three different or as well as, that, well as the witnesses to, you've got to have witnesses as well so, so you've got to have five I don't know, to have know a if wedding. there's there's five different separate pl- things where people are getting married from but, you know when they it's time for the for the bride for the groom to kiss the bride do they know, kiss the computer camera on the screen. How does it all work? I'm
0: <laughs> yeah. um, well, you don't actually have to have a kiss to have a legal wedding.
1: Oh, you don't. But it makes it so much better.
0: I mean, not that I you know. Have have I haven't cousins. been married. I tend to think that most people get having a Zoom wedding. I tend to think the couple will be together. You'd like to think so. You would. Um, uh, but it's nice to know that even if they're not, they can still get married. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this idea. I'm all for it. I kind of wonder uh, whether the um, some churches are going to legalize Zoom baptisms.
1: Oh, how would that work?
0: Well, because you would need the. Because doesn't the
1: pastor need to be with the person that, or the person baptised? Depends
0: what it depends what tradition. What the baptizee and the uh, baptizer need to faith, be together. Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do because you can't really baptize yourself. No, unless no. And no, we, we just would, we just need to get, get back the to the biblical. Do? We just need to get back to the biblical model.
1: What to, to so that there so are the witnesses to the, pastor, to it, the pastor, Would, would pastor the pastor hold their phone? I've actually set, I've actually been to a baptism. Um, Where's it, all been before before streamed. before isolation where it was streamed? Yeah, yeah. And what, it was actually pretty cool. But um, the pastor, what they did is they held a GoPro in their hand, um, and when they yeah. held their hand up to the to the Lord, they held it with the GoPro. Yep. And then they brought it down, and um, to the to the. Person they were baptizing to so that they, they put it down to their face and went down underwater with the
0: person and then brought it back up and it was actually quite cool. Yeah, I've done a go GoPro baptism. That was, it was really, very, very cool. Really cool. Um, you get uh, you get the full uh, you get the full effect with the GoPro. It's go like pro you're bat- in baptism. the water with the person. And um, yeah, it's it's we, we can do some really unique things. I tend to think that you know maybe I, and and well we just need to get back to the biblical model where Jesus said you know. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the it, Father, the Son, the
1: Holy Spirit. Would it possibly be a virtual reality baptism? So rather than a, a, um, an online one, you get like the, the virtual reality goggles and you're sort of in a – everyone's wearing goggles from different places and they're all sort of virtually
0: together. Okay. But – We, can, we <laughs> can go a fair way on technology here. What we can't get away from is immersion in water. Virtual immersion and in witnesses. water. And witnesses. And witnesses. Virtual immersion in water. Doesn't count. You're to have count. literal immersion okay. in the wet stuff. Okay, um, And then you have baptism and witnesses, because those are the two things that create The two, key elements. So the, the two key elements is witnesses and uh, immersion in I water. I see, I see. It's all starting so, to come together. Some of you might have uh, some d- disagreements with me on that, but uh, our open line number is one 800 you are welcome to give us a we call. We would love to discuss it. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, I think we should plan some Zoom baptisms. I think that, you know, this is this could be a thing. Really nut it um, out, exactly
1: work out how it's going to be done. Yeah. Oh, I could think about this for days. I really could, um, but un- <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have days. We don't have days. We've, we've got to move on. The we've bit- got seconds. <laughs> we've got seconds. Barely enough time to talk about the song that's coming up next. Uh, but yeah, the song that we've got coming up next is by Gady, uh, Katie uh, Gustafsson and Chris Weninger, and this is "This I Know." There is a fountain. Hey.
2: This yes, I know. There is nothing but the blood that makes me whole. This I know. This yes, I know. It's your blood that washes whiter than the
3: snow.
0: to Katie Gustafson and Chris Wenegar with uh, this I know here on the breakfast show we're about to have another clue for our quiz we so let's are have- indeed, my
1: sons are Hef- uh, Hoffney and Finhas
0: okay my sons are Hoffney
1: and uh, Finnehaas, that is correct, Lyle. So if you think you know what the answer is, give us a call at one eight hundred three two four eight four three, 324 843 or you can send us a text at zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And if you are the first person to call in with the correct answer, we will be sending you a copy of Incredible Answers to Prayer by Roger J. Mornell. Morneau more now,
0: more now. Okay, so Liam, this morning you are in all kinds of strife and trouble. You know why? What did I do? Because you're a male. Oh! Uh, Gender gap in uh, the COVID-19 crisis is showing double the amount of men dying as women, Um, and there's a number of different reasons for that. We're going to spend a little bit of time exploring that, but the first thing that I want to sort of uh, point out at this particular point is that, you know, coronavirus comes along, and just like that, there's just two genders. Indeed. Okay, so basically, um, uh, if you go to Italy and China, uh, which are – you know, double the, net, the amount of men than women have died. In New York, 61% more men have been dying than women. And the question is being asked, why is this? Is it genes? Is it chromosomes? Is it the immune system? Or is it smoking? And it turns out that it actually happens to be all of the above. And so, yes, there is a significantly higher proportion of the population of men who smoke. Um, there is... Uh, women live six years on average longer than men do and as a result of that there are more older women in the world and this is a disease that does attack attack elderly people more severely and so that is a factor one of the reasons of course that there's more older women in the world and they're living longer than men is because there is more men who smoke those two kind of things go hand in hand so if if there is uh, this if there is someone
1: that identifies as a gender that they weren't born as and they are injecting them if they're they are putting you know the the things inside them to help them gonna make a shred of difference is it but is it is it if for example if a, a female if someone that was born a female that is injecting themselves with male testosterone or the things that would enhance the male that masculinity or the the male side of things mm-hmm. would that be a disadvantage would that then sort of transfer to give them a disadvantage um, that's a complicated subject.
0: It gives, I, know, it, I know you're not a, a medical right. doctor. I, you are asking <laughs> the wrong person here. And so I probably shouldn't answer that one. Yeah, No, no, fair enough. Uh, but what I will go through is a bit of basic science. Um, women have uh, X, two X uh, chromosomes, XX, whereas men have one X chromosome and one kind of small and puny. Y chromosome. So the X is much stronger than the Y. Much stronger and bigger than the Y, and the Y has very few genes in it, and a lot of what they call junk DNA, it's probably not junk, but at the moment that's what it is referred to as. I just had a realization. So.
1: Women have two X chromosomes, mm. two very strong chromosomes. It means they can focus on two very big things at one time.
0: Whereas, <laughs> okay, now we've, males, we've
1: solved the reason. Males have only one big X chromosome, one tiny small Y chromosome. We can only really focus on one, one big one thing, thing at one time. We have,
0: we have, okay. I've super, just had a
1: major realization. Super
0: scientific. Uh, oh yes. Um, Give
1: discovery. me a call, Doctor Liam, one 843 Got all your answers. Yep,
0: right, right <laughs> there. Okay, so basically, um, estrogen protects women from. um, many diseases including heart disease and that's a level of protection that men don't have Uh, and of course heart disease combined with uh, COVID-19 is a bit of a disaster Uh, in the X chromosome there are more than a thousand genes that uh, control things like metabolism or blood clotting or um, brain development etc and uh, women have the advantage by having two of those that they have a bit of a buffer, they have a backup if one of them is damaged or mutated. So if you've got one that's damaged or mutated, you've got that that backup one there that um, helps you to continue going. And of course, having two of them, you've got two different versions of each gene. So once again, you've got a backup for genetic mutations that a man doesn't necessarily have, and so as a result of that, men have a higher death rate than women at all ages. So yeah, a bit of a disadvantage being a man. I, I quite, quite quite enjoy being a man, but hey, I I, I I didn't know this until I was doing this research this morning. I'm well, like, I mean, I
1: I don't know 100% what it's like to be a woman. I know a little bit because I've, uh, in acting and drama, you know, yet to experience some things. And, and there's, you know, certain roles that require certain things. Um, but I, yeah, I'm happy being a man.
0: Okay, women have a stronger immune system. Okay, that is not necessarily a good thing all the time. No, because I don't realise sometimes. Well, the, the thing is your auto, autoimmune diseases hit so much harder. Things like lupus or multiple sclerosis, you know, those kinds of issues yeah. are going to smash a woman, you know, really. But on the good side, it does give them better pr- protection against viruses, you know, SARS, MERS, COVID-19, etc. Um they have uh the X chromosome has sixty immune response genes. Uh and a double dose seems to be more powerful when it comes to throwing off a virus. Mm. So there you go—a gender gap that is emerging between people who die from coronavirus and those who don't die from coronavirus, and probably a whole bunch of uh, different issues here: genes, chromosomes, immune system, and of course, smoking. You know, one of the one of the reasons that women do live so much longer than men is due to men uh, behaving in riskier behaviour. So. Men operate on a again. high risk, high reward. Again, we have only got
1: one x chromosome. We only focus on one big thing. We don't think about all the other big things that happen afterwards.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's the answer to it, right there. Once but again, it
1: is what you, Doctor Liam, one eight hundred three two four eight four three. It is, what
0: you Liam, <laughs> <laughs> it is what you, where you find the uh, you, you find you know men inhabit the extremes of society. Yes, um, at the very wealthy end and at the very Indeed. poor end. Whereas women inhabit the safe middle ground. Yeah. Um, and when you look at you know the, the, the gender pay gap, for instance, is uh, myth because when you compare the number of you know ninety percent of homeless people are men, for instance, yeah, uh, because of the high risk, high reward doesn't always work out. It's going to work out for a number of men. They're going to take the risks necessary to reach the top, and uh, for a whole slew of them, it's just going to drive them to the bottom. Right. Whereas women are much more protective. You know, generally speaking, there's a general yeah. There's not, yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's just, there's lots of exceptions out there. And if you're an exception out there, that's great. Go for it. Um, that's that's a, an amazing thing. Okay, so uh, what else is happening around the world? We need to keep Canada in our prayers this morning. There are now up to 19 people have died in Canada as a result of the latest uh, spree shooting. Um, um, and uh, they, sadly, they are expecting uh, to find more bodies So what has happened here is that the perpetrator has... um, So this is unrelated to COVID-19. It's unrelated to COVID-19. We just need to keep these guys in our prayers. Absolutely. We need... The nation of Canada is a great nation. And, you know, it's kind of like America's New Zealand. Yeah. That's a very accurate representation. I kind of... You know, I think as Australians, we have a bit of an affinity for Canada. It's got a population similar to our size. It's got vast open areas like we do... And we just, they're our our brothers and our sisters. We need to keep them in prayer at this time. They're really suffering as a result of this. A lot of those houses were burnt down and they're expecting to find more dead bodies in those houses as the day progresses. So let's keep those families in our prayers um, at, at, at this time. Okay, so down in Victoria, this Thursday, they are taking new legislation to the Victorian State Parliament to give extraordinary new powers. Really? This is a response to the COVID. powers in in what okay, area? Okay, so so um, uh, powers areas. of being able to have judge only trials, so you eliminate the need for a jury, um, and of course, this is driven by the fear of spreading COVID nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask: is this temporary legislation for while we're in you know the whole world okay, pandemic? At this stage, they are talking about a six month sunset clause. Yep. With all of these things, what is interesting to see is whether those sunset clauses are actually abided by, or whether they get to the end of it and say, "You know, this is a really good thing; we're just going to extend it." Uh, The other thing is that uh, magistrates now now have the power to impose electronic monitoring for um, community—what do they call it? Community order, um, whatever they Uh, are—which was something that in the past only belonged to the higher courts. Really. And so, yeah, a lot of those checks and balances and safety mechanisms that we've sort of taken for granted in Western society. COVID-19 comes along, people get afraid, and out the door it goes. This is what we have seen happen over and over around the world. There's over a hundred or several hundred pages of legislation to pass through this Thursday. Bail visits, interestingly enough, have uh, been deleted, and that runs at about 10,000 visits to police stations uh, per week that will no longer have to take place. So all of these in response to the virus. He will take
2: you by the hand, lead you to that promised land. Can't you hear the blessed Savior calling you? When you strayed from the fold and there's trouble in your soul, can't you hear the blessed Savior calling you? soul is lost in sin and you're at your journeys and can't you hear the blessed savior calling you calling you hear the blessed
0: savior calling you welcome back everybody you listen to faith fm 87.6 87.8 or 88 right across the faith fm network joining us on the phone this morning for our monthly update from signs magazine is editor in chief kent kingston kent welcome to the show Thank you very much, i I appreciate it. It's great to be with you. Now, Kent, before we get into our update of the next edition of Signs and all of the exciting articles that you have uh, got ready for us, I do want to ask, what's it like working from home? Oh, mate, I am... Absolutely loving it. Okay, so for a magazine um, editor, this is the the, 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 the the coronavirus quarantine from a work perspective, is actually working well for you. I would I would take it. It's
4: it's fantastic. I mean, one one of the issues that a lot of us you know have been struggling with increasingly, you know, particularly in the Sydney region um, or you know in big cities generally over over the last couple of decades, is is this uh, horrific situation of needing to commute to work. And the commutes are just getting longer and longer and longer. So, um, I've now got back probably close to three hours a day, um, by, uh, by working from home. So yeah, right now sitting, um, you know, in, in, in my kitchen and looking out the window at beautiful uh, Lake Macquarie, watching the, the boats go by and the, you know, the fresh air coming through the window, which is so much better than being in an air conditioned office building. So, um, tell you what, I've been doing this for a couple of weeks now, and I wish I could just keep it going.
0: <laughs> and do you think that uh, things have now changed forever as far as uh, your job role go- goes? Your, your job role is, you know, moving into the future.
4: Um, that's that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I think generally uh, we're seeing a. a um, the, the, Society sort of being forced to do things that we've been talking about for a long time. I mean, we've been talking about telemedicine, for example. You know, the, you know, why can't I video conference or just call my local GP and have a chat to them about my situation? Why do I have to be there in person? You know, there's been resistance to that, but now suddenly it's been forced on us, and people are realising, hey, this actually works. This, this is good. Or, or, or major meetings, you know, international meetings that have been organised that just have this, you know, incredibly huge financial footprint. Um, suddenly, they're having to happen, you know, via Zoom conference or whatever, and people are going, "Oh, this actually works. This saves so much money. We we should keep this up." Um, but my employers so far, uh, <laughs> appear to be, um, very much seeing this as a temporary situation, but we will see, um, what the resistance is like from people like myself, um, when it comes back to, okay, it's business as normal back in the office. We'll, <laughs> we'll see if we uh, sort of whine and moan the, the whole way back to the office or if we can, uh, manage to, uh, you know get some flexible working arrangements going
0: yeah because i'm just thinking of the increased efficiencies that you've got right there and if you worked an extra hour and a half a day for free you're still Mm. an hour and a half ahead as far as home and family time goes and you're kind of not losing a whole lot in the way i look at it because you know you're just getting rid of that commute (laughs)
4: <laughs> well, look, I, I can tell. You, I'm not working an extra hour and a half for my for my boss. <laughs> I can tell you that. I, I'm I, I'm I'm doing an extra hour and a half a day for my wife. Um, yeah, lots lo- lots of uh, doing fencing and you know home renovations and weeding and all that sort of stuff. There's been a, a lot more time for that sort of thing now. Even though you know daylight saving has finished in in this part of the world, um, there's still daylight. You know, because I'm I'm able to do a bit of work outside after work. So. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a good thing.
0: A ah, good fantastic, thing. Kent. Um, we do need to get on and talk about the magazine. Uh, what is happening in the world of signs for this month?
4: Well, it's really interesting, uh, Lyle, because we actually um, we set up the the sort of suite of articles in the magazine you know, several months ahead, and um, and the article that we had selected for the the front cover of of April. Um, quite a few months back, before anyone had breathed the word, you know, COVID, um, is an article entitled, How the World Could
0: End and How It Will. Um, That was very, very topical. Yes, very, very topical. I have to ask, did you change the content of that article in any way uh, with the arrival of COVID-19?
4: Look, um, the, the author Clifford Goldstein he he basically sets out eleven ways that science suggests that um, our planet could could end up being destroyed, or humanity could end up being destroyed on it. And one of the um, the the ways that the world could end, he says, are uh, number ten, epidemics. Um, so he actually wrote that and, and in the magazine, yes, as it was going closer to print and this was all starting to happen, um, I did insert a little, you know, hey coronavirus anyone, um, sort of shout out on, on the way through. But the fact is the epidemics was already one of the scenarios that, um, that, you know, Clifford Goldstein had already um, mentioned. So we didn't need to do a, a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of tweaking there.
0: No, you didn't. And, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a valid point to bring up because if you've got a virus that, um, you know, just continually mutates, what are you going to do? Because, it, you know, that's a. And, and so I guess the question is is, is: is this down there as number 10, is this something that is going to bring the world to an end?
4: Well, who knows? I don't think they were ranked in in order of, um, you know, likelihood or anything. Um, it's a fairly, you know, random list in that sense. It, um, it goes all, all the way from the sort of cosmic. Um, maybe the, maybe the, the order goes from, you know, more cosmic to more terrestrial because he, he starts off with, um, you know, the Earth is... Uh, well, sorry, the whole universe is moving towards entropy, which means that gradually everything sort of... Um, breaking down uh, into chaos, everything's cooling, the energy is sort of running out. So as the, um, you know, if you imagine the universe like one of those clockwork toys, you know, there's this energy there, but as the, um, you know, that key sort of turns backwards and backwards and down and down and down, in the end we end up in that sort of stale nothingness. So He starts off with that sort of, those sorts of, you know, cosmic things that could happen to us and these sort of things are obviously, you know, billions of years down the track, you know, before like say the sun runs out of, um, energy or, or whatever. Um, then he goes to fairly unlikely things like, you know, alien invasions or, Although, you know, maybe we should, <laughs> how do we think of it? aliens, uh, you know, or asteroids, black holes. But then you get sent you know, global warming. Um, we know this is certainly an issue. This, you know, before the coronavirus thing happened, this was becoming an increasingly, um, you know, topical issue that everyone was talking about. And then there's war, you know, I mean, nuclear disarmament treaties are sort of looking increasingly shaky at the minute. Um and then, yeah, and then he does go into epidemics and maybe a sort of a biotech, you know, mistake um, that ends up, you know, wreaking havoc on the on the planet that we, you know, we didn't even anticipate. Um, we certainly have made mistakes before with, you know, various substances humans have come up with that have had unexpected results. So, yeah, I- interesting the the range of um, of possibilities there, but. It's, I find it interesting you used the word mutation there just before while talking, uh, talking about it. And this is the way that it is talked about in the mainstream. But I do wonder if mutation is actually the right word. I mean, the way I see it, we have something like COVID-19 going around the world. This is a, a virus, you know, other times there are bacterial infections and we talk about them mutating too. But I wonder if it really is a matter of mutation or if it's not really a matter of, uh, let's say, a a broad spectrum of this particular organism um, being out there and it, there are certain, um, I guess varieties, um, of that, of that organism that are out there and some of them sort of have the upper hand or are dominate in certain places or in certain weather conditions. Um, or if they, we come up with a medicine that manages to kill it, it kills the majority of the population, but there's always this small population that is actually resistant and that then comes to the fore. I mean, we call that a mutation, but really, I think what we're dealing with there is a, um, you know, the, the natural, occurring variety within a particular species. Just, uh, sorry to pick you up on particular words there, but I just think <laughs> no, it's important, no. <laughs> P- particularly if you come from a, a biblical perspective, um, you know, about the creation of the world. Um, I think it's you know important to, to get that language right and to you know to think clearly about you know you know these changes we see in these. Organisms. What are we actually talking
1: about? Is it really mutation or is it something else more likely?
0: Yeah, it's a very good question and a very good point you're raising right there. Kent, um, I think Liam had a question there.
1: Yeah, I do, Kent. With everything that COVID-19 has affected everything, how many articles or what content have you had to change to adapt to be more relevant with everything that's happening in the world?
2: Look...
4: We've, um, we've we're putting up some um, sort of web exclusive only articles um, just, just to try to respond to it a little bit more because this does seem to be you know something that people are obviously really interested in because it's affecting all, all of our lives. Um and certainly as we go through the articles as we're editing them we'll certainly think oh yeah that um that is you know sort of relevant to what's going on right now we'll we'll make some tweaks um but but generally i i got to say we've we're keeping a lot of the articles you know as they are um i don't know about you but for me i'm just so keen to read some content that is not about covid-19 yes <laughs> I <mean>. absolutely
2: yes
4: <laughs> thank you I mean, yeah. There are so many other issues going on in the world as well, so many other struggles that, that we're dealing with um, that are not COVID-19 related. Um, so in, in some sense, Signs of the Times magazine, while we are very much aware of the signs, while we're, um, you know... Sort of flagging this as an issue with people. Hey, you know, we're also a holistic magazine, and we like to encourage a sort of broad spectrum of um, of issues to, to be explored.
0: Thank you so much for that, Kent. Because you know, one of the, th- the challenges that we're having is that there is so much continuing to happen in the world, we're just not hearing about it, and it is hard to find you know stories that would normally be major news stories are just yeah. they're just not coming. They're just not there. Because we're just flooded yeah. with uh, COVID nineteen. Um, okay, so run us through. Uh, what else have you got in the magazine for us this month?
4: Oh, mate! Look, all all sorts, all sorts. Um, I, I mean, I, I should say in, in regards to that, that first article, that cover article, you know, how the world could end and how it will. Um, you know, Clifford Goldstein does end up talking about what the Bible says about the end of the world. You know, about Jesus' return and and the hope that, that's there. So, um, I, I shouldn't you know leave you you hanging there. <laughs>
2: um,
4: so look, there's one one of the issues that is actually very relevant right now, and um, and when we recorded the podcast with with the author of this article, um, Jared Stackeroth, we uh, certainly uh, made that connection with COVID nineteen. And um, if you you know you check out our podcast at our website, um, signsofthetimes dot org dot um, you you'll be able to check out this this interview with Jared Stackeroth. But he wrote an article called Community Connection church and uh, basically started off by saying hey so many of us are lonely these days um, you know often we think about older people being lonely and that's certainly the case I mean you know right now we, we've got a situation where uh, visitors are being limited to aged care facilities and there's a lot of concern there that you know hey these guys were already isolated this is only making it worse um, but surprisingly and sadly it's young adults. Who are also a very high risk group when it comes to feeling lonely. So Jared, uh, sort of explores, uh, this concept and explores the importance of community and says, Hey, is it possible that, um, we as a sort of modern society and modern societies in the Western world that we've neglected this ancient community that's been around there for 2000 years and and that is the church. And he talks about, you know, what does the church actually mean from a biblical point of view? Is it just, you know, a big fancy stone building with stained glass windows well no he says it's not it's people it's a community it's uh, it's somewhere to belong it's people to be accountable to people to support you through the hard times um so yeah that's that's a, a really powerful story and uh and certainly a, a very relevant one right now with the isolation that
0: people are feeling and i think that once again you can see the movement of the holy spirit in inspiring your magazine long before it went to press uh praise god for that kent um what yeah. else what, what else have you got taking place there
4: Oh, look, um, fighting FOMO, this is, um, you know, the, the sort of language that people use, you know. Do so you, you know what FOMO is, well Fear you, of you missing out. I am... Fear of missing out. There you go. I, see, so, see, and, see anyone, it's like this,
0: Kent, you and I are... Um, Starting to get up a few years in age, but we have we have children which keep us. We young. have young adult
4: children, young adult children. It makes all the difference. <laughs> so yeah, so certainly this FOMO thing and a fear of missing out. Oh heck, I'm, oh, I need to be scrolling on my phone constantly, or something might happen that I'll miss out on. And when someone says, "Oh, did you see blah blah blah?" and if you don't know, you feel sort of stupid. Um, and he said, "You know, this is, this is terrible. You know, marketers use FOMO relentlessly to keep us buying their stuff." You know, this is this is the the angle that the author takes here, and and he says, but hey, there's a counter movement as well called Jomo, which stands for the joy of missing out. Yes. Um, so yeah, so th- this is a choice that. People are increasingly taking um, to sort of just step off that hamster wheel of you know keeping up, keeping up, more, 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 more. Saying, hey, there's there's a time for simplicity. There's a time for quiet. Um, and we certainly see in mainstream society, people talk about things like mindfulness. You know, people are into yoga and meditation and this sort of uh, this need to escape from this this relentless battering that we get through the media, including our own social media feeds. And um, and the author, Beyond um, Carmen, he he says, "Hey, you know, we can also see this from a, a Christian perspective. Um, uh, when we recognise what really matters, when we have our priorities right, when we when we have a life that has a sense of meaning and is you know centred and and has a core there that is centred around God." We can actually let go of some of this sort of fear of missing out, uh, sort of sensations. Um, We can recognise that no, I have a life that is heading in the right direction, um, that is, you know, has has meaning, that and I know where where I'm headed. I know, um, yeah, I I know God. God knows me, and that's okay if I if I'm not necessarily um, keeping up. With uh, everything that's happening on social media or Netflix or you know or whatever my friends are doing.
0: Fantastic, Kent. Very quickly, how do we get hold of your magazine? Well, if you'd like to get hold of Signs
4: of the Times magazine, the place to visit is our website, which is signsofthetimes.org.au. Um, you can read all those articles that we talked about today. There are for free right now, um, as well as another article. Um, on the power of the cross, which is sort of a bit of a special Easter focus. You know, we had Easter just recently. Um, so yeah, we'd we'll, we'll love to see you there. And of course, you know, read the articles, share them on social media. Um, listen to the podcast. We got more than a hundred episodes there. We've, um, yeah, doing really, really well there. And yes, yeah, sign up to our social media and get into the conversation. We'd love to hear your comments. Uh, particularly if you're if you're someone who doesn't have a church background, you know we're trying to discuss religious issues, spiritual issues here, and sometimes we get a lot of church people sort of digging their um, oar in, which is fine. But um, what we really want to know is, well, what about the person on the street? You know, he isn't a churchgoer. What do they think about these things? Are, are we actually making sense to you?
0: That's fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, Kent. Signs of the Times. dot org. dot au. That's the place to go. And right now we're going to take a song break Followed by the 8 o'clock news And Liam and I will be back with the Bible study Encounter with God You're listening to you.
3: Hallelujah I have found Him Whom my soul So long as craved Jesus satisfies my longings Through His blood
0: Our team here at FaithFM want to encourage you to be God's hands and feet in your communities,
4: to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Remember to call your friends and family and ask if there's anything they need, whether it's food, some toilet paper, or just a chat. Little things like this make a big difference to loved ones who just want to know that you're safe and sound.
3: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than
4: done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving. A program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness. A relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start
0: living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to
3: forgivetolive.org.au.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awake, 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 my children, and see, cold, strength, ransom to me, in your mouth, I put my word rise up and see i am the lord rise up
3: and see i am the lord your bags have become
2: Jerusalem and see no one to guide, no sons to help thee. Ruin, destruction, famine, and sword. Rise up and see, I am the Lord. Rise up and see, I am the Lord. Wake, oh, O Zion and see From your chains you've been set free
3: Put on your
2: garments a splendor Rise up and see I am the Lord Rise up and see I am the Lord Awake, awake, awake